Hello and welcome to another episode of Movie Mastery, the podcast where we watch the movies that you tell us to, except for this time because I wanted to do a theming thing. Yay, every time you do a theming thing I gotta watch something dumb. Hell yeah, that's the theme. (laughs) The theme is making Jeff watch dumb shit. That's Jeff, I'm John. It's fine, I gotta watch something dumb just about every time anyway. Yeah, it's true. I mean, no one's like, oh, that's the thing. Sometimes people do suggest good movies to the list and i tell them no i know because i, I know. would never let jeff watch a good movie well sometimes they, they slip through we, we've watched good movies in the yeah. past no occasionally something will slip through the cracks and i'm like you guys fucked up <laughs> yeah you sent us like i don't know the fp or whatever and we you know it's bad but at least we enjoyed it <laughs> ah. uh this time around we watched 1982's swamp thing Ooh, baby it is you make my heart swamp. <laughs> God. Okay. So, a couple things about this. 1982 Swamp Thing, uh, directed by Wes Craven. Absolutely wild to me. I did not know that, and I love Wes Craven. I, I kind of knew. and This might be, yeah. like, the last Wes Craven film I hadn't seen, just because oh. I didn't realize. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. So, mm. good for me. Mm-hmm. Uh... It's a fresh new nightmare for you. <laughs> oh, look at you. You made a reference. Good job. <laughs> yeah, I did one. Don't expect any more. <laughs> no more of that. Oh, <laughs> uh, I mean, I will say the guy they had playing Ferret in this, I was like, God, this guy looks exactly like one of the people he had on Last House on the Left. I thought that was one of the villains from Deadly Prey. But, I mean, that movie starred nobody, so who knows? Oh, it is the guy from Last House on the Left. I was correct. What I do you just know? looked it up. That's pretty great. Great. Because I was like, fuck, that's weird. Am I only thinking that because it's Wes Craven, or is that actually him? Yeah. And no, looking it up, it is actually him. Good. Yeah. Great. Uh, also, the reason this is a theme is because if you go over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash systemmastery, join us at the $10 a month level, you unlock all of our bonus content. All of it. Every single bonus content. And that includes the, the Ray Liotta stuff. TV Mastery, where we are going through small screen superheroes right now. So live action adaptations of comic book characters. Uh-huh. And uh, we're doing Swamp Thing for that as well. Mm-hmm. It is wild that Swamp Thing, of all properties, has managed to have two movies and three different TV series. I'm missing one. I know about the the reboot TV series. The and, animated series. Oh, that's right, of course. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it had two movies, two live action shows, and an animated series. Also, like, uh, like video games and stuff. And yeah. I'm like, this is fucking Swamp Thing. Plus How he, did that happen? Plus, he still turns up and stuff. Like, he's still in a bunch of DC. He, he was in, uh, what, uh, Injustice 2, I think he was a playable character. And he was in a bunch of those uh, DC animated movies that come out. It's about all the ones that are like Justice League Dark. He always gets stuck in there. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's less amazing to me just because I'm like, oh, you're part of a roster of a billion DC properties. Yeah. That makes sense. But when they're like, no, we really want to just put Swamp Thing front and center I is mean, weird. The thing that always amazes me about this movie, knowing what I know, is that it came out in 1982. And Swamp Thing 
You know, Swamp Thing's a guy from like the 70s. I think he was introduced in 1971, which means he actually has a really fast turnaround from comic page to screen, all things considered, especially yes. for the 80s. Yeah. Like nowadays, you can get Miss Marvel to screen in like five or six years, but <laughs> it used to be you needed 40 or so years before they'd make a movie about you. Uh, but he made this really fast transition. But here's the thing. In 83, after this movie... 84, technically. Oh, is 84 when that Yeah. Thing? So in 84, then... Uh, the movie or the the the, the adaptation? Uh, 84 is when Alan Moore did say, his run. That Alan Moore run is what everyone thinks everything about Swamp Thing is. Yes. That's where they completely... Re it's like it's like the difference between the first and second Blue Beetle. You're never going to hear anyone say Dan Garrett out loud ah! because the character's just been disappeared. And this is early Swamp Thing. It's wild. Yeah, this is Swamp Thing before the Alan Moore run really was like, oh no, he is a... like supernatural protector of nature mm -hmm. that is, you know, retcon to not even be uh, Alec Holland. It's just a swamp creature that absorbed the memories of him. Yes. Like, it was never him. No, Alec Holland, it was never this guy. And they completely retconned the character and turned him into this nature guardian with a bunch of plant powers and very supernatural. Yeah, and also completely reticent and doesn't really want to go. He just wants to talk about the fucking green. Mostly is like, I want to stay alone in my swamp and protect it from those who would invade. Leave me alone. I'm trying to green up. And the original one was just sort of a, oh, I'm like... Monster man. What if, what if someone made a series out of a singular, like... Uh, horror vault comic. It's exactly what it is. It's some old like tales from the tales of suspense or tales of mystery comic that that ended up being like a twelve or thirteen issue run. Hell, the, the name is taken from the fact that the guy didn't even think of a good name for his monster and just calling it kept calling it the Swamp Thing. You know, I'm writing that comic about the Swamp Thing. You know, the Swamp Thing I'm working on, and that's that's literally how he got the name. Yeah, I mean, the fact that it is basically just like. Oh, we made like a Frankenstein monster and just yeah. had him attack guys in a swamp. Oh, and that's the whole of, thing we had. The hubris of man. Yeah. But that is sort of the version we get in this movie. So this movie is much more, you know, oh, a man becomes a monster, but he fights against the real monster, which is man. Yes. So it, you know, the spoiler free review before we really get into it is this isn't amazing no no uh for a property that has had so many adaptations and all of them have been critically meh at best mm -hmm. it is amazing that it keeps happening if you want to see what i think is probably the reason that ray wise got cast to be what's his, <laughs> what's his name palmer Billy Ray, Ray Palmer, Billy Ray Palmer, Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Whatever. I, I've, I mean, I've just only watched Twin Peaks, the fire walk with me, so I'm not I'm not an expert, but he's got the exact same like wild eyed, way too much sexual energy. Oh, Ray Wise as the pre swamp thing. Alec Holland is full pervert like he yeah. is like full sex pervert. Yes, <laughs> that's the only thing they could think of to have him be. Like, he's vaguely interested in science, but mostly he's just like, a g -g 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 girl <laughs> is pretty much his entire character. It's great. Oh, <laughs> uh, God bless. <laughs> so, so anyway, it's, it's worth it for that, but for almost nothing else. Like, the special effects suck. The, uh, 
The action sucks. You got Adrienne Barbeau doing absolutely nothing in this film. Yeah, I mean, she spends a lot of time hiding behind benches and holding oh, bad guns. a lot of this is people peeking out from, like, brush and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, it's, it, I mean, well, on the other side of the, br- the break music, we'll tell you what this mostly is by weight. But it, believe me, it's a lot of stuff and none of it's, like, cool action. No. Or even introspective thoughts on the nature of man and the swamp. Indeed. <laughs> Ugh. So, uh, oh, and by the way, Leland Palmer Leland, is Leland Palmer. Just for all of those Twin Peaks ghosts, ghosts. that were screaming, <laughs> I just, I want to put you to rest and no, let I'm, you go beyond. I'm pretty sure it's Billy Ray. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Billy Ray Palmer. Uh, we are going to play a little music and come back after the brief break and give the full in-depth spoiler review for 1982's Swamp Thing. and it is time to talk about that old swamp thing yeah so it's uh it's 40 percent people peeking out of bushes 40 percent throwing people into a swamp water but not in a way that would hurt them no <laughs> it's so many people getting tossed out of boats well the the fact that this movie is rated pg mm-hmm. which it showed up when i was like oh i'm gonna go watch this and for some reason i had it in my head that it was at least pg-13 if not r and then it was like yeah this is a pg movie i went oh okay but it's 80s pg like there's a nipple in it yeah you can you can kind of see some adrian barboobies yeah there's a little bit of the adrian barbobos in there so if you want if you're into those if you're captain murphy then you know this this is here for you yeah you got you got some sidebar boobs and that's about it (laughs) yeah uh and, and, you know, there is an on-screen death. Yeah, the just most non-violent, Confusing. regular-ass swamp thing grabs the top of a man's head and he just goes, ah! And then, like, b- blood comes out of his nose and mouth and he falls down dead. We don't know what he did. Did he palm him to death? I mean, you, the assumption is, oh, he, like, must have crushed his skull or yeah. something. But there is no sound effect to no, that. No, he just sort of dies. He just grabs his... It, it doesn't even look like he's holding it particularly hard. It looks like he's grabbing his hair, and the guy just kind of goes, ah! And then falls over. What I like to think he's doing is growing a bunch of plants in this guy's brain. That would be great. Because that's what Swamp Thing does, right? Like he, Well, he modern stuff. Swamp Thing. Yeah, well I, mean, well, I mean, I think he does it in this as well a little bit. There's parts where he touches, like, something, and he makes, like, plant grow out of it. Once, like, There's a part where he touches, like, a tree or something, and, and stuff grows out of it. Nah, man, he does it in the, in the show. show. In the show, okay. I mean, <laughs> in this one, his only supernatural power is healing people. Yeah, yeah. Which appears to have been gone by the time we get to the show. Yeah. But well. anyway, sorry, we shouldn't talk about the show. It's just much more fresh in my mind. Yes. Um. But but yeah, there's a scene where he kills one of his arch enemies, and he, he just does it by grabbing the top of his head, and he just kind of dies, and he's just like, what? What the fuck was what? So yeah, it's very PG. Oh yes. The, I mean, in total, there are. Two deaths in this entire movie. Yes. Uh, you know, the main shitty bad guy and his main shitty henchman I mean, are the two that die. There are technically more than that because I'm fairly certain that Alec Holland's sister dies at one point, but she dies off screen oh, in an explosion. True. So there's no, a she gets people- shot. She gets oh, shot in the back. Shot. There's a lot of people who die either being shot. She gets shot. And then a lot of people who just die off screen in various ways. True. But in terms of on screen deaths, you have two 
And then one that looks like it's supposed to be on screen, but it isn't, which is when Swamp Thing takes out the actual big bad guy. Because they do the whole, like, watch him flail away at something that's just off screen. He's definitely hurting something down there. <laughs> He's really beating up that camera. Oh my god, if you could see what I'm seeing, it's absolutely brutal. Yeah, he basically has that horror movie kill where you just see the, the monster coming toward, or the person going, no, it's you. No, no stay away. No. <laughs> Except uh, you can only see the monster and not the victim. Yeah. So not that. In fact, one might even say the opposite of that. The inverse of that, which is still a variation of that. <laughs> the the reverse John, that. For for even in the false self. Oh, <laughs> uh, Lord. <laughs> so our movie, oddly enough, starts with a text crawl that explains what will happen in the movie before yeah. it has happened. Yes. Yeah, it's got this, like... Big yellow on-screen text. It's just like, and a man shall become a monster. Yes, a man shall be a swamp thing. And also, another guy is an evil scientist. Truly, it is science versus genius, or whatever the fuck. Which is a weird thing to do, given that the villain of this, Anton Arcane, is the original swamp thing villain. And he's a wizard. Like, in DC Comics, he's supposed to be, like, a sorcerer. Yeah. So it's supposed to be nature versus perversions of nature, i.e. magic. But that would take special effects, and it probably was one of those bridge too far for, like, we're trying to make a realistic superhero thing for them. I mean, it also ends up being, like, yeah, you could do that, or we could have a dark mirror. Yeah. You know everyone who makes a comic book thing loves a fucking dark mirror, so but turning Anton Arcane into, oh, he's also a scientist, and then also becomes a monster. No, I know. It's a perfect dark mirror. It's just funny to me that they'd bother keeping that line in where they're like, in the ultimate showdown of man versus or monster versus genius or whatever, where you're like, no, it should be nature versus magic. And if you have to cut that because it doesn't make sense anymore, you should cut it. You shouldn't ah. put in half of it. Uh, I mean, you know, like Anton Arcane is not exactly like the biggest deal of the DC wizards. I mean, he is still a scientist is the thing. Mm -hmm. Like Arcane is a wizard, a scientist wizard. He's, Basically, Anton Arcane is like the Doctor Doom of DC, really, and they should do more with him, is what should I'm they? saying. they? Because I feel like he's pretty much identical to Felix Faust. I feel like you've already got one of these guys in DC. You don't need more of them. Yeah, but Felix Faust and Anton Arcane, which fucking the, the names, names on the fucking money, where you're like, I'm Bad Guy McWizard, and you're like, okay, well... <laughs> but, I, mean, I also like the alliteration there. You get, you get it out of both of them. Yeah. Now I'm trying to remember even one other bad guy wizard in DC. Uh, there's got to be other bad guy wizards. Oh, there's Come a on. million. Who, I who mean, does fucking Morgan, Zatara fight? Uh, Morgan Le Fay. Sure. Uh, the, the Clarion, the witch boy. Hey. See, I, I, there's a few more. <laughs> All I'm doing in this episode is frantically searching DC villains. Just being like, Ah, Sargon the Sorcerer. There we go. <laughs> I'm trying to remember the... I mean, yeah, Sargon, I see you're looking at the same page I am. Th th none of these are the one that I was trying to spot, but that's fine. We can figure this out. We don't need to We don't need to list DC wizards, <laughs> good or bad. We'll be okay. Uh, now, if you want to hear us list Marvel wizards... <laughs> way easier. We're much better at that, because we made ours Marvel a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, I'm a Marvel zombie, and it's fine. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, but our movie after our you know, weird out of place opening text. Uh, we get Adrian Barbeau is on her way in a helicopter to the swamps because she is going to replace a scientist at a installation out in the swamps 
who got eaten by an alligator. Mm -hmm. So she is. There's a lot of talk in this about like, ah, the boys back in Washington will want some of this. Ah, yes, I have freshly come from Washington. Mm -hmm. And you're like, all right, does any of that have anything to do with what's going on here? No, indeed not. <laughs> no one gives a fuck, and I don't know why we're spending the first 20 minutes doing it's this. It's like place setting. They're just like, because her, her first question is just like, where's the nearest good restaurant? And she looks out endless miles of swamp, and he's like, if you're a human, it's back in Washington. And I'm if like, how fucking close is this swamp to Washington? Uh, John, Washington is the swamp. Drain the swamp. Oh my god. <laughs> It was you, Donald. You were the swamp thing. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, but if you're an alligator, it might be right where we land. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, does this swamp spread all the way to where alligators are? I, th I didn't think they were all the way up to, to D.C. I thought they were. Yeah, that was the thing. Like is Florida I'm like, thing. Yeah. Like Washington, D.C. is in some shitty swamp land. Like, yeah, it's not good. And that's why it was very hard to build fucking anything there. <laughs> but I was like, there's no swamp like this swamp that they are in they are technically filmed this was i believe south carolina is where they filmed this which does have alligators in its range yes yeah so they were much closer at least film wise where it would be but for some reason they're I guess in a swamp very close to Washington, D.C. That's full of alligators, even though it's like D.C. is like four and a half hours from the closest alligator. Oh, yeah. It doesn't matter. It's D.C. time. You know what? There's Alligator City between Washington, D.C. I and mean, it could just be that the uh, helicopter pilot is a real fucking snob. And they're like, oh, we passed a lot of towns, <laughs> but the only good restaurant is in Washington. <laughs> Fuck Maryland dining, am I right? Who likes crab cakes, honestly? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are we in Tennessee? trash I'm the gonna, whole thing oh, oh i'm gonna land in north carolina do you want to eat it at a waffle house or a hooters <laughs> how dare you Ugh, god <laughs> michelin starred or nothing <laughs> yeah that line immediately made me go wait what the fuck are you talking about <laughs> i mean it's dc he might have meant washington city the city that like I oh don't know, yeah metamorpho city from. south carolina yeah it's it's just the city that I fucking metamorpho is from or something who gives if, what dc does that huh? and they make up a new city for every hero you got like opal city and shit yeah, but she is showing up, as I said, to take the place of a scientist that got et by a gator. Uh-huh, or at least bit by a gator. It's established later that he just gets rushed off to the hospital and is fine. I mean, we don't know that he's fine. Well, he, he might, might be, be dead. He might be critically altered for life, but they do mention that he's at the hospital recovering. Do they? Because yeah. all I heard was, then we rushed him to the hospital, and they never follow up on that. And then they say, and we sent him a good uh, get well card, and it turns out he's going to be okay. <laughs> He's decided, His wife is right here, and then she comes turn, on. I've got him on video. <laughs> I'm fine, guys. My, the He just bit my arm real bad. I'll be okay. It's 1982, and I don't know how I have this technology, but we're FaceTiming right now. It's a, a, it's a super future of science or whatever. We're, we're good. <laughs> we're using, uh, I don't know, super plants to communicate. Yeah, by video, I meant I have an 8mm film reel of him saying he's fine. <laughs> Hold on, let me set up the screen. <laughs> uh, but... Yeah, they apparently set up this uh, scientific area in the middle of a swamp that is completely, like, surrounded by soldiers. Now, there are two different sets of soldiers. There are the good guy ones and the bad guy ones. Uh-huh. So the, uh, the, like, set, like, home base place that they have for this, where Alec Holland is doing his groundbreaking plant research or whatever mm -hmm. 
they have a bunch of soldiers there because they're like, oh, we got to protect this guy because he's got uh, secrets about plants. And then that would feel weird that they would go like, yeah, we need a whole like crew of soldiers to protect this weird plant scientist. And yet there is an entire army out here yeah. owned by a wizard scientist yeah. who's like, no, nah, I'm going to get that guy. I think one of my favorite things here is that they never really established like what Adrian Barbeau's character's credentials are and why she's coming out here to be this guy's assistant. Some kind of tech specialist. Because yes. we know like when they go uh, to the home base and she goes into one of the like control rooms and he's like, oh, well, you probably don't know what this is. And then she rattles off what the scientific equipment is. She's like, oh, yeah, it recognizes Gilliflops at a 2680 baud and whatever the fuck. The other thing I really like about having her come out is that we have all these characters as they make their way past her in and out of the helicopter and so on going, a woman? Huh. She's got no business being out here in the swamp. There's already one there. <laughs> uh. Also, it's not a ship. It's just a fucking building in the swamp. I like that they keep trying to establish that the swamp is like the most dangerous place that's ever existed. Like, you're going to get eaten by dinosaurs and ghosts. Yeah. There's marrow, marrow trolls haunting the haunty shipwrecks. Instead of like, yeah, just stay out of the water and the alligators won't eat you. You'll be fine. It's fucking, it's I land. mean, it's, there's definitely a lot of bugs because it sucks here, but yeah. you know. But like, everyone's like, a woman, that's bad juju. And you're like, what are you, have you been in the swamp too long? I mean, we get, as she gets off the helicopter, some dude gets on is like, fuck this, I'm leaving. This place sucks ass. I mean, I kind of get that after you meet Alec Holland for even a second. You're like, I hate this dude's energy. Oh, yeah, this I was like, fucking no, it's slime a, man. It's not that the people working there are like, a woman, you shouldn't be here. They're like, no, you shouldn't you, be you here. Really shouldn't you be have, here. If you haven't met Holland yet, he's a real piece of shit. Get back on that helicopter and fly to the nearest take back the night rally. <laughs> Get out of here. Or he's going to try some stuff. <laughs> He's just going to assume that anything that happens is an excuse to make out with you. Uh, so she shows up. She gets a you know quick tour of like, yeah, we set up a ground-breaking research center in an old abandoned church in the swamp because, I don't know, that's what giant government contracts do. You know how churches are always set on little islands in the swamp and there's no way to get there except fan boat and or helicopter? Hey, it used to be fine, but then a levee broke. And then ah. that levee broke, and now the levee is dry. And I drove my Chevy there, and all of these boys were drinking whiskey and rye. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, okay. <laughs> now, when she gets out, she gets her chance to finally go meet uh, Alec Holland. Uh, but she meets Willa, I, or Linda, Linda Holland. Willa Holland is a famous celebrity. Yeah. Linda, uh, Holland, Linda Holland is the other doctor. Uh huh. She's another doctor there. And because this movie is made in 1982 and she's like, hi, I'm Linda Holland. I know Alex. She's like, oh, you're married. He's married. Hmm. Well, yeah. I mean, at least the first one is when she's like, oh, I'm Linda Holland. She's like, oh, you're Dr. Holland. Yeah, that's right. She assumes she's Dr. Holland. She's like, no. She did not know who I think it's great that, that she is Dr. Holland. And when she's like, oh, you're Dr. Holland. She goes. No, I am a doctor, and I am a Dr. Holland, but I know what you're talking about. You mean a man. <laughs> well, it must really suck to be like, oh, I went into a business, and my brother also went into the exact same one and is a superstar at it, Yeah, and I am okay. But still, like, what level of self-deprecation are you at where someone's like, oh, you must be Dr. Holland, and they're like, no, well, I am a doctor. My last name is Holland. I am Dr. Holland. 
I'm a Dr. Holland who works here. You will be my assistant in addition to his. But no, I'm not Dr. Holland. It's like, yeah, I mean, take the credit. No, she knows. She knows anytime someone comes into this and is like, I'm looking for Dr. Holland, they are not talking about her. It's her chance to take it back. Be like, yes, but you probably mean my useless brother. My incredible, brilliant, shitty, pervert brother. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Ray Wise. Ray Wise is Alec Holland in the <laughs> the role where someone comes in. Is it and you know Adrian Barbeau in this uh is in a like nice blazer, good like fresh outfit, and he's like, "Hey, can you uh dig around in this muck trough with me?" Uh huh. Yeah, he's basically trying to play tricks on her. It's he's supposed to be set up as being a little absent minded and a tiny bit of a jerk because. Obviously, he's going to need to undergo a bit of a transformation to become Swamp Thing, and I don't just mean by becoming a plant man. I mean he needs to learn more about how to be a human, but they never really set that up. There's, no, none of that is what's actually in there. That's yeah. you putting it on there it's because you, th- you think he sucks. It's what you think should be in there, but the movie doesn't appear to think he sucks. No. Because his first thing is, hey, help me dig around in this muck trough for what I'm just going to call a digger. And when she's like, what is that, some kind of plant? And then he goes, no. And he pulls a giant weaselly thing out of the water. Yeah, he just pulls a possum out. He pulls out like a big nasty possum monster. And he's like, he's like, yeah, that's one of these. I want you to find one of these in there. That's why I had you stick your hands in there at random into that opaque water to see if you could get bit by this thing. And also, like, going like, hey, can you help me find, like, a Carolina digger or whatever it is? Mm-hmm. She's like, what is that, a shovel? No, it's this possum. And I was like, how did that possum not immediately get found in that trough of nasty water? It would be thrashing around. It is not aquatic. <laughs> Maybe it was a possum that happened to lo- or nutria that just happened to look exactly like a possum. And then wander around like a possum. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. He's just kind of a dick. I mean, the movie, being Doesn't, in 82, yeah. is very much like, this guy is kind of, kind of a prankster and charming, and he's like, I'm a scientist. But I like to have fun. I'm a little forward, but that's okay because I'm the hero. That's what you. But in, in modern semblance, he comes off as like just this un. Like you're like fuck off, fucking stop talking to me. Just take three steps back. The <laughs> it is wild that she's like, oh, by the way, uh, one of your sensors is malfunctioning, and he's like, oh, uh, which one? Uh, out in sector three. Great, I'll go take you there. And she's like, shouldn't I? I don't know, get, like, some guys to go do that? And he's like, guys? No, that's accountability. No, you should definitely take me. Uh, Ritter, the main guy in charge, is always telling me I should go get fresh air. He'll be overjoyed that I did this. And he is, of course, lying in order to get Adrian Barbeau alone. Yeah. Uh, it, 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 and Adrian Barbeau is immediately into it, because he takes her out in a in a motorboat, which theoretically has lots of seats, but she has chosen the one where she is one inch from his face. <laughs> and they go out and find this. Uh, well, mostly they're wandering around the swamp for a long time as he tell as she keeps saying like this place is gross and stupid and I hate swamps. Yeah, I don't like I don't like bugs. I don't, I don't like, like swamp. <laughs> and he's like, no, swamps are great. Look at this. Here's an orchid. There's over a hundred species of orchids you can find in the swamp. There's beauty wherever you look if you look in the swamp. And swamps will eventually feed all of humanity because of how valuable they are in the terms of life density. And also remember most of this because it'll be the way you'll identify me later. When this I'm is how I'm gonna I'm gonna call back to this later. Yeah, the later when I'm swamp thing, I'll say like orchid, hundred species, and you'll be like, oh, you're him. Okay. Oh, hey. You also could have said Alec Holland, and it you know it's taking less words. It's me, Doctor Holland. <laughs> oh, the lady. <laughs> <laughs> 
Linda, is that you? Oh, you mean you must mean Linda, Dr. Holland. No, although I am a, a doctor. I am a Linda. My middle name is Linda. Dr. It's Alec, a weird story. Linda, her middle name is Alex. It's, it's a whole thing. It's weird that her middle name is Alex when mine is Alec. I don't know what they were doing. <laughs> Look, our parents are weird. Anyway, I'm Swamp Thing. They forgot. <laughs> uh, yes. So they go find this sensor, and it is all fucked up. And they're like, oh, well, that explains that. This whole sensor is absolutely fucked. And they... <sighs> they get back to camp and get chewed out by Ritter, uh, or by some military man. And, and they're like, no, but this this thing was broken. You're always telling me to get out more. And he's like, no, I'm always telling you to stay here and work on science. You're going to get killed by alligators. You're the only reason that we even have this dumb facility. Don't go out and do dangerous shit. And you don't enable him. And she's like, but what about the broken sensor? And he's like, which one? Three? That's the one that the, the guy who got bit by a gator was out fixing. Of course it's fucking broken. He didn't exactly have time to put it back together when he was out there. Yeah. So... Which, that's weird because she mentioned specifically as she was landing that there's a broken sensor out there to this same guy and he was never like yeah that's the broken one that the uh, the, the gator guy like, he didn't do that instead he just went Ugh. well no she only really manages to be able to tell holland because she notices it when they're in the base camp and she's like oh hey one of your sensors is malfunctioning is what she says mm -hmm. and he's just like great i'll have someone look into it i yeah, don't care whatever <laughs> which the interests of women sicken me. Bah! <laughs> Gross. <laughs> What's that? Your period? I don't care. Uh, no one cares. <laughs> yes, I'm sure we'll get you chocolate and high heels. <laughs> get this woman pickles and ice cream. She's clearly hysterically pregnant. <laughs> She's pregnantly hysterical. <laughs> you know, the tagline for my new cereal. It's pregnantly hysterical. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, after they get chewed out, uh, they go back inside. Now, Linda Holland has been working on a sample found in a, a single-celled organism that was on that musk on that possum's fur, and it's turned into some glowing green science juice. Yeah, they've been working on a weird plant formula for a while, and, you know, when they got back, they heard an explosion or a gunshot-sounding thing coming from the lab. Mm -hmm. So they all run in there, and they're like, holy shit, what's going on? She's like... Yo, check this shit out. I made reanimator juice. <laughs> I got some reanimator juice, and if you throw it on the ground, it blows up. Yeah. And everyone's like, great, congratulations. You two idiots reinvented nitroglycerin. Hooray. When none of us care. <laughs> One of my favorite things in this scene, though, is this is a, like, weird, super potent nonsense thing that, like, if you even put a drop into a glass with, like, an orchid, it turns it into a, like, full-grown tree within a day. She, in order to get, yeah, in order to show that it explodes, she just dips her fingers straight into the goo and flicks it on the ground. Yeah, given that later this stuff, this exact same stuff is used to turn everybody into swamp things, uh, it's weird that she doesn't, I, I, I she gets shot that same night, yeah, so I mean, she doesn't have time. You never know. It could have, like, if she had survived the night, the next day she's like, oh, my hand's all fucked. Oh, no, I'm a swamp thing. <laughs> my, I got hand fuckery. <laughs> yeah. So that, that. Thankfully, did not happen to her. Uh, but yeah, she flings it on the ground. It explodes. And this also leads to one of my favorite things with the Adrian Barbeau routine, which is she's like this dude's new 
competent, super competent tech-based assistant, right? But when she sees the explosives on the ground, her reaction is to go, weapons? You've brought me out here to develop weapons? What was it? What about your love Oh, I the thought plants? this was all about plants. And yeah, I, I should have known. Another warmonger. I'm like, okay, A, you work for the fucking military. B, how do you not know what this guy does? That is literally your job. <sighs> it's like when I get a new job at a McDonald's and I'm like, burgers? You make burgers here? How dare you? Destroying the health of a nation? I'd never. <laughs> Grounding up a cow into this? <laughs> but he's like, oh, no, that's just a weird effect that is currently happening. Here's what I'm doing. We have tried to take the cells of plants and the cells of animals and essentially recombine them into a new plant cell that has animal characteristics yeah and he's like what i want to do is make plants that have their own drive to survive ways that they can like oh they'll find ways to like grow plants in a desert and have you know the most hearty thriving some crops. bullshit late 70s early 80s science right there to assume by the he- year 2001 there will be six and a half billion people and we'll need to feed them yeah but it's uh, which means we should probably teach the plants to be like deathly afraid of them and adapt ways to fight them and so on. That's oh, what, yeah, that's our number one. But still, like the idea that this this super advanced plant science would be like, I want to develop plants that have a sense of survival without realizing, oh wait, they absolutely do. That's why there's so many different kinds of them that do so many different things, and lots of them are poisonous or have all kinds of defensive mechanisms and pheromones and shit. Uh, oh, oops, I forgot. <laughs> no. They've got to be more like animals, because I'm an animal, and that's all I give a shit about. They are like animals. They just work on a much slower time scale. Look, what I'm trying to do is make a plant with titties, okay? Is that so hard? just want to make poison ivy. Only, only animals get mammaries, and that's why I'm trying to get a plant with titties. (laughs) Except, of course, we do, except for poison ivy. But she's in Gotham, so I want more of them around here. (laughs) I'm trying to get swamp ivy, is what I'm saying. I, I remember when poison ivy was introduced to the canon. But before you go ahead, you start looking that up, I'm sure you'd like to talk. Oh, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it right now. I'm doing it faster. No, how dare you? That's <laughs> <laughs> fine. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Uh, anyway, uh, yes. So she's like, oh, okay, you're not trying to, like, make weapons. This wasn't like, I need to make a plant-based explosive, 1966. Uh-huh. Uh, instead... <laughs> plant-based explosive, like 1966, yeah. yeah. The the famous 1966 we movie. Start, we have a moratorium where we keep our computers closed during recording we somehow. Gotta, we gotta. We <laughs> can't keep doing this. Can't keep getting away with it. Anyway. <laughs> so, yes. She's like, oh, that's great. Wonderful. I'm, I'm glad that you're doing weird, horrible abominations against nature if it means that, you know, you'll help grow food. And we get a thing where he, like, puts a drop of it into a thing with an orchid and then she's like, well, what do we do now? And he's like, I don't know. We wait like a week and see what happens with this thing. She's like, oh, this is fucking boring. This is like watching grass grow. Ugh. I'm like, you're in a lab. What did you think was going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Also, 
how did she get this job? Didn't they tell her at the beginning, like, we're going to fly you out to remote swamp laboratory in the middle of nowhere? Bring a book. They're like, doing advanced plant science. You aren't a botanist or anything. You're a tech person. So you're going to be there to, like, I don't know, fuck around and make sure their equipment works. Bring a book and a deck of cards. You know, I'm just I'm just telling you right now. The, the TV reception is terrible, so bring these items. And she, instead, the moment she's just like, wait, science doesn't happen immediately? Ugh, boo. <laughs> Get me back on the helicopter. No wonder that other guy left. Trash sucks. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> somebody... Somebody invent the Game Boy for me. <laughs> they are working on it. I'm inventing a plant that simulates a Game I Boy. I have an uncle at Nintendo, and he's currently working on it. Yes, they're currently developing card decks. <laughs> uh, 1989 for the Game Boy. <laughs> I know. I, I knew 1989 for the Game Boy. <laughs> anyway, that is when they discover, oh, weird, the places where uh, Linda had flicked the formula and it exploded, the wooden floor that they had thrown it on started to sprout new life. So yes. there's like little tree sprouts going up out of it. And he's like, oh, holy shit. This is science that happens immediately and not science that's boring. Now, one thing I want to mention before we get to that part is that when they were out walking around in the swamp and he started talking to her about plants and how they're super attractive and powerful he also was like just think about the one thing that a man and a woman can do together create new life hot <laughs> he literally just says oh yeah hot he's like it's so creative so amazing hot and i'm <laughs> like she's like ray yeah and she's like okay fucking take like four steps back save that because she thinks that linda holland is his wife and not yes. his sister she's like keep it in your pants yeah save it for your wife yeah and and he doesn't respond to that but then later when she's talking to Linda, Linda's like, oh, our parents were the same way. Parents? Oh, yeah. My brother is a, is a genius, but he's a weirdo. And she's like, she takes after, or he takes after our father, who was also a ridiculous, brilliant scientist. Yeah. yeah. A brilliant pervert. <laughs> Absolutely groundbreaking in perversions. The field of perversity. <laughs> but but Barbo's just like, oh, oh, shit. I've misjudged the man. Now that he's single, I, I shall thrice lay him. And... But it, but yeah, I just wanted to set that up that after he's like, look, we've just we've done it. We, this is a wonderful new discovery. And then he just reaches over and starts making out with her. And she's like, what? What? Uh, OK, I guess we're making out about this. Yeah, it is to the point where when Linda walks in, they're still going at it. And she's like, oh, so did it work or something? I love Linda's reaction of walking in to see his brother, like grabbing brother, yeah. the uh, person by the shoulders and just kissing her and going. Oh, <laughs> oh! You're uh, doing it again. Uh, I give her a week. God, never. Is that helicopter still here? <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm She's leaving. out. We're both out. Everyone's out. You can stay here. Uh huh. You can, you can make, make your titty with, plants. You, you can make titty plants and and uh, hook up with alligators or whatever it is you do. <laughs> I'm sure it's super hot. Uh, Why yes, the alligator cloaca is a most uh, amazing invention of nature. Ugh, hot, hot. <laughs> <laughs> They're cold blooded, but their cloacas. Like a space heater. <laughs> uh, Death roll me, baby. Anyway, huh? uh, they then get attacked by... Snakes. <laughs> yes. By snakes. So many snakes, you could fill the Great Lakes with snakes. <laughs> it would take a thousand crates <laughs> to contain the snakes after me. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. <laughs> God damn it. 
they are attacked by a bunch of soldiers and it <laughs> they i guess all the guards managed to get taken out without any gunshots no sign of struggle because when uh alice is adrian we just keep saying adrian barbeau her name is alice cable yeah that's adrian the character Bar- they mostly call her cable through the episode which cable we- cable where's cable has anyone seen cable and i was like "Ooh, the first film appearance of cable that won't happen again until deadpool <laughs> But cable, you say, yes, I'm here from the future <laughs> in the in the future. You're going to be on Twin Peaks and you're a real big pervert there, too. <laughs> Way bigger, actually. <laughs> it's amazing. You really come into your own. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but she like goes through the camp and doesn't realize that everyone has already been taken out until she gets like back to uh the like main sort of tech area where everything is and she's like huh shit's all fucked up and then sees on one of the camera monitors the liaison that she had here is like dead somewhere yes and and she can see bad guy soldiers moving around in all the various cameras she's like oh crap i gotta get back and warn them oh no and then she immediately gets got yeah she gets captured immediately by ferret who is our our lieutenant bad guy in this one of our two lieutenant our main henchman basically main henchman uh, he is a cigar-chewing guy with terrible 80s Joe Piscopo-style hair. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> so he catches her. Uh, they all get marched back into Alex's uh, office, where Linda Holland gets shot in the back, and the dude Ritter reveals that he has not been Ritter, for Ritter has been dead for quite some time, and then he pulls off his, like, Mission Impossible mask, and oh no, he's a, a, a guy we've never seen before. Ah. What a terrifying reveal. <laughs> Now, to reveal, I'm actually British. Oh, no. <laughs> I like that he reve- he's he been faking an American accent because he's been played by a different actor until this point. But later in the in the episode, after he reveals himself to actually be this dude, Anton Arcane, there will be a part where Holland calls, or not Holland, where uh, Cable calls him on his car phone and he responds. And he's like, yes, hello, this is Ritter. I am indeed Ritter. I am certainly Ritter and I am from America. You're America. <laughs> and she's like, I wanted her to be like, aren't you at least going to fake the voice? Earlier, you sounded like a, a cigar-chomping Texan. <laughs> Ooh, perish the thought. No, that would be disgusting. I mean, he does. He doesn't. Try Watch it again. No, I, I rewound it because I was like, wait, is, isn't he faking a voice right now? I was like, wait, he, he, he should does be. when he is talking to her and then not when he isn't. Like, the weirdest part to me is he like... As soon as he asks to turn the car around, he very clearly goes from talking like Ritter to, all right, turn the car around. Mm. And I'm like, the phone is still right yeah, next to your mouth. He's on the phone. He's Because he's been talking with a British accent the whole time. No, no, you're wrong. <laughs> I'm going to look up the movie goofs. <laughs> movie goofs. I'll do it faster. <laughs> I've already got the page open. Shit. So go fuck yourself. All right. Uh, that's a good reason for me to never go check for myself to see if I'm right or not. You, you made a good point. Yeah, you're right. You're right. I should, <laughs> I should just leave it. You should leave it. Uh huh. Anyway, so, uh, when Arcane is like, yes, and now I, I'll kill your sister unless you give me all the information about your fucking formula or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, great. They get a bunch of uh notebooks there are seven notebooks it's very important that there are seven mm-hmm. and a big bottle of reanimator juice yep and I think it's interesting to note that we never quite established why anton is so hell-bent on getting this formula we know it's very useful for growing plants super fast apparently 
yeah, we get a minor sort of nod to what is supposed to be going on because, like, when he shows up, all we've gotten is, oh, I heard Arcane might be behind things. Arcane is dead. Don't worry about that. I'm like, why are you giving weird continuity and backstory on stuff you'll never explain? Mm -hmm. This is odd. But there's a point later where, like, his sexy lady assistant is like, oh, yes, Arcane, you'll control the food. And you're like, because he can grow it faster? Like, he's going to control the world because he can make more food? Wouldn't he just control access to an extremely powerful fertilizer? Like, I'm sure he'd be quite wealthy, but he still wouldn't control the food because you need the farmland for that. Yeah, I was like, dude, at best you're going to, I guess, maybe bottom out the price for food yeah like fuck up a bunch of farmers or something i mean if you want to be like the next monsanto then sure congratulations you're a pharmaceutical company or whatever and you're gonna make a ton of money yeah you'll be quite wealthy which you appear to already be yeah but what is your end goal i want to be powerful and i need special fertilizer ah uh yeah the it's it's weird i I don't understand why he is so hell-bent on this. Well, I'll just say the movie is stripped to the fucking bone in terms of, like, editing and pacing and so on. So anytime where they explain why this guy's, like, oh, he used to, he, we, we thought he was dead. Why, why? What was his previous backstory? He doesn't have one. Yeah. We're not going to say, like, oh, he was, like, a government scientist that was also working on this and he went insane or anything like that. Like, nah, there's just some guy and he... I guess is allowed to have his own army. <laughs> like, yeah. no one's hunting him down. Don't worry about that. And also, when he tears off his face mask and he's like, I'm Anton Arcane, a man you've never met, but you, I know you've heard of. And you're like, what? What are you talking? Okay. Does yeah. Al Collin have history with you, but like only over the phone? It's weird that they were like, oh, everybody knows who fucking Anton Arcane is. Mm-hmm. That's part of the world. <laughs> All mean, right. You mean Felix Faust? <laughs> no, not Felix Faust. <laughs> uh... I'm also not Zatara or Mordru. <laughs> so Linda tries to run away with the notebooks and get shot in the back for her effort. Uh-huh. But this causes the notebooks to spill at the, they believe, still unconscious body of uh, Cable. Yeah. Who they had, like, knocked out and used her hand to get into the lab. So she just sort of, like sneaks the last most important journal that has like the actual formula in it Uh and just sort of like tucks it under her and then goes back to playing unconscious. And then when, uh, like Alec decides, Oh, fuck you. No, my sister. He ends up trying to run away with the juice. Yeah. And then one of the bad guys just sort of stops him and it accidentally pours all over him. And as we established, for some reason, when it comes into contact with stuff, it just explodes. Uh Uh-huh. So it explodes and sets fire to the room and him. Yeah, it explodes on contact with anything but Linda Holland. Yep. Anytime you dip a hand in it, it's fine. Yeah. (laughs) Or if you pour it into a glass. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Glass is fairly non-reactive. That makes perfect sense. Or or a regular-ass metal cup. Oh, also also that, yeah. But yeah, he, he you know he has a con- a consistently uh, lab explosion, and at that point, the next time you see him, he's going to be Swamp Thing, and we're done with Ray Wise. Yep, he goes running on fire and leaps into the swamp, and I appreciate the bit of oh, when he runs in there, the you can tell the formula is still on him because the swamp is exploding around where he falls in. Yes, and I'm like, 
Neat. Yeah. Neat touch. Yeah, but, but that's exiting Ray Wise. I don't even think he does the voice of Swamp Thing later. I think he that's all might, Bill Rock or whatever his name is. I don't know. I think they do. I think they let Ray Wise do the voice in this, and then in the second one in the sequel movie, they were like, whatever, my man, you can just be him. We'll just have the dude who's in the suit be him from this point. But they just basically Silver Surfered it. Yeah, they're like, eh, it's fine, whatever. You're yeah. good enough. Oh, no, wait, they never did that with Silver Surfer. I was thinking of Abe Sapien. Uh, Dick Durock Dick- is the name. <laughs> Yep, it's tricky. <laughs> it's Dick do rock around. <laughs> God damn it! Ah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Uh they, you know, of course, have to flee this now on fire exploding lab, and don't seem to give a shit whether or not like Alice Cable is. There around or doing they anything they, they think she's dead because one of the one of the henchmen a, a super minor henchman who doesn't have a name or anything comes up to second banana number two a guy named bruno and he is lifted a, a, a locket but that's linda's locket. That linda's locket okay he lifts linda's locket and he's like he's like here i i got this off the lady we can sell it maybe it might be worth- i found watches and money and all sorts of stuff and bruno's like ugh, give that to me and then he like daintily hangs it off a little tiny pine tree that's yeah, growing the right thing there. that was growing from where Linda had flicked the nonsense. Yeah, you can kind of tell he his heart's not in this, old Bruno. No, Bruno is, he's like, oh, the whole point of him is he's like, oh, I'm kind of like timid and nice and a little goofy and yeah. I'm not supposed to be a bad guy, but I just fell in with the wrong crowd. Yeah, so he leaves Linda's locket there, uh, but Barbeau manages to escape with the final letter or a notebook yeah and she bursts her way through the through the woods to a gas station yeah uh we get introduced to jude the best character in this film yeah pretty much a little black kid who is running an entire gas station by himself yeah we god if there was ever a character whose backstory you want to get it's jude because he like lives in a swamp mansion the kind of thing that like that witch from the rescuers lives in you know one of those swamp mansions that's got no road or anything what swamp mansion what the fuck are you talking about oh, oh that's right he was just pulling her to the laboratory not to his swamp mansion i'm sorry yeah. you're right you're right. i've got it mistaken he lives in a gas station in the middle of nowhere by himself as far as i can tell i mean he is just sitting out front of a gas station with a coke when he sees adrian barbeau fucked up from a swamp come wandering in he's like well here comes some fucked up woman. Here comes trouble. <laughs> Shit. And, and then, uh, you know, she's like, uh, do you have a phone that works? And he's like, yeah, it's inside. So she goes inside, has that aforementioned phone call with Ritter that we mentioned, or fake Ritter a minute ago. It's Anton Arcane, uh, where it's in the air, apparently, whether or not he forgets to put his American accent back on, <laughs> except it clearly is not. Yeah, it really isn't uh-huh. up in the air. Yeah. Because he does. Mm. And, uh. Then she puts a quarter into the Coke machine. It doesn't work, so she kicks it. And Jude, again, best character, is like, he's like, hey, don't kick that. You have to punch it. Wham! And uh, Coke falls down. He's like, there you go. Nothing in this place works but me. Yeah. And I'm like, God damn it, Jude, you rule. Jude rules. It's fine. <laughs> Fucking Anton and his goons show up, and Cable, like, ducks behind the counter. And it's just like, oh, shit, uh, Jude, does this place have a gun? And he's like, what kind of place do you think this is? Of course we have a gun. Yeah. I'm a gas station in the middle of a swamp. Clearly I have a gun. Yeah, I needed to defend it myself from all the uh, the swamp animals and swamp things. <laughs> all those swamp things. Mm-hmm. We get swamp things, we get man things, we get poison ivies, we get floronic men. 
They're all out here and they're all talking about the green. Just swamping around. I got a killer croc in here the other day. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah. Just ask me if my crappy little TV gets B-E-T. <laughs> and I had to be like, get out. <laughs> Go to a somehow worse movie. I'm beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Beat it. <laughs> uh, uh, so, you know, Cable, to her credit, at least runs out and is like, I am going to save this child by immediately drawing the attention of all these goons. And I'm like, you know what? Good for you. Yeah. Instead of just like running out into the swamp and fucking off, she's like, hey, I'm over here. Yeah, it's just part of how her character doesn't make a whole lot of sense in this movie as to what she is. She's some sort of tech specialist, but she acts in this scene like some sort of trained field agent for the military or one of the or, or an alphabet organization. And then after this scene, she spends the rest of the movie being a victim. Oh, she's fully damsel in distress for basically the entirety of this film because this will kick off what the next hour of this movie is, which is Cable runs around. Bad guys find Cable. She screams. Swamp Thing shows up and throws the bad guys around. He throws them sometimes into dirt, but most of the time into water. Just like, I'll huck you into the swamp and you into the swamp. Like, that didn't really stop them or anything. <laughs> I don't want to stop people. I just want to make them uncomfortably gut mucky. I just want everyone to be in the swamp. Everyone should be in the swamp all the time. Get I just want you. Dig the fucking swamp is all. <laughs> just way into that swamp. <laughs> just so into the swamp thing. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's just a bunch of shots of stuntmen fling through, flung through <gasps> the air. Ah, splash. Ah, sploosh. Yeah. They managed to shoot him. Nothing matters with that. They do a whole thing where they have, like, a bunch of boats in the swamp chasing after him, throwing grenades, and he just goes, I don't give a fuck, and blows them all up. Yeah, nothing matters. He keeps catching them and, and pulling them out of their swamp boats, and then they're like, ah, I lost my balance. Pull me back into the swamp boat. Okay, I will. And I did. Did Swamp, Man, did swamp Thing do anything? No. I don't know why we had to show this entire thing, or why his whole plan was, I'm going to make you momentarily wet. Like... <laughs> All right, dude. It's because he's Ray Wise. He lived to <laughs> make people momentarily wet. Hell yeah, he did. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we get just the vast majority of the middle of this film is just Cable runs around, Cable screams, fucking Swamp Thing shows up and punches some dudes. Yeah, and that's just most so of this. It's so much. It's so much that we can just skip most of it. Oh, yeah. They I get plan on skipping a large part of this they get chased around there's boats they get chased on the fan boats they get chased around his lab every place they go it's cable being like oh god they found me again ah! Ah! i am swamp thing about halfway through this hour we realize that yes he can talk because up until that point we just see him doing the bigfoot walk away from the <sighs> camera ah! and also just quietly walking around in, in wide shots of swamp land just blurry wide shots and you're like all right okay. do the fucking walk there you go you do the sasquatch do, do the big the bigfoot shot you know that bigfoot has big old titties in that shot you should you should you should put some hanging Hang, naturals on him you hanging should, veiny naturals you should help him achieve his dream of plants with big boobs right yeah uh, be the change you want to see in the world alec holland yeah but most of the thrust of this is following where this last journal goes because arcane eventually is like oh what the fuck this last journal stops its notes from two weeks ago there has to be another one i need to find that journal yeah, so, and when she calls, she's like, yeah, I have the, I have his last journal. Yeah, Why but, are you British? <laughs> Alice left it at the lab 
when she left. She was like, oh, yeah. I'm going to hide this under some shit. Uh-huh. Then comes back for it, takes it, then gives it to uh, Jude and is like, Jude, hide this fucking thing for me. She gets caught. Jude gets fucking clocked and is all bloody. Yeah. That's the first time we see Swamp Thing actually, like, heal someone. His hand glows green and then Jude wakes up. Jude, by the way, nonplussed. He's just like, what the fuck? Puts his glasses on. Oh, hey, you must be that motherfucker that saved us earlier. And I'm like, God bless you, Jude. You do not give a fuck. You've lived in the swamp so long that you're like, yep. (laughs) You think you're the first swamp thing I've seen? Jesus. I've been through 80 80 issues of Tales of Mystery. Look, man, I've been working at a swamp gas station since I was four, and I'm nine. I've seen a half dozen swamp things at least. I've seen creatures of the Black Lagoon, creatures of the Blue Lagoon. I've had a zat come through here. (laughs) You are not impressive, but hey, thanks for the save, buddy. You should probably hold on to this journal. Yeah. Gives Swamp Thing the journal. Uh Uh-huh. Eventually, Swamp Thing then walks around in the swamp, Here's Cable again, and I was like, well, I guess it's time to go save her for the like 16th time for this movie. Uh-huh. And instead of throwing the swamp into the water, or the journal into the swamp water, yeah. like he normally does. You think he could just break it. Like, it or like tear now. it up or whatever. Yeah. He just kind of goes, ah, and then throws it onto the dirt path that they are on. And wouldn't you know it when he gets caught by... Anton's goons, one of them manages to find the perfectly on like on the middle of a road journal. Yeah. And Bruno's like, here, look, I got I got the journal. Also, somewhere around here, they do finally manage to catch Cable and they've got her on their biggest of their boats where it's just her and Ferret and Ferret's like, hey, lady, uh, I'm going to try and compete with Alec Holland for being the biggest pervert. Yeah, because he just he looks her up and down. He's like, ooh, you got a real purty mouth, even though it's noisy. And then he kisses her and he stands back and goes, and what do you think about that? And then she just <laughs> knees him in the balls and pushes him off the boat and swims away. Yeah, and this is where Ferret meets his end as Swamp Thing lightly grabs the top of his head and he yeah. dies. It's not until after Ferret comes running onto the shore, runs into Swamp Thing, cuts Swamp Thing's arm off. Yeah. And then he just grabs him with the other hand and squeezes, I, I probably just touches the top of his head until that kills him. Yep. And we're so, done with Ferret. Yeah. So they have captured Swamp Thing in a net, take him back, and they're like, great, we got this Swamp Thing, we got the fucking journal, we got cable, we have everything. Anton is winning. And we get to the final, like, scene well not the final we get to a scene that will be the final one for mostly bruno well i mean we have a scene where where bruno manages to capture swamp thing that's what i was saying sorry yes he's already been captured we go to the dinner sequence and the dinner sequence yes is kind of the big send-off for bruno sorry uh he uh anton is like oh we're to our victory and none of this would be possible without you bruno hey and like Someone comes in and just gives him a drink, and they're like, cheers to Bruno. And he drinks it down, no problem, doesn't care. And then he's like, and now we'll see what our, we've created the formula, and we'll see what happens. And Bruno's like, oh, did you you put it on a plant or something? He's like, no, on a human. And Cable's like, what, did you take it? He's like, no, I'm not, I'm not a fucking idiot. I gave it to Bruno, obviously. Which again, why? Like. I, I, what are you so mad about Bruno for that you gotta you gotta be have him be the poison man? 
You got lots of other random hench goons who are not as important as your current number one man, but whatever, fine. I mean, he'll never talk about why. Yeah. Because you don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> no. No. No, no, no. No. Okay, so anyway. Um, <laughs> okay, so Bruno starts squealing like a goddamn pig because I guess the transformation is quite painful for him. Yep. Uh, but he does not turn into a swamp thing. Instead, he turns into a little monkey man. He... Falls beneath the table, and when he gets back up, he is shrunk down to about, like, three and a half feet tall. He, he turns into a little person. And he's, like, ba- this he's is like the weirdest pig. part to he's me. A, he's like a little stupid monkey pig. Is both him and Arcane will eventually drink this formula, and they turn into weird animals. And I'm like, the whole point of this formula was it was a plant-based thing. Why do none of you have weird plant stuff going on? Mm-hmm. It's because Arcane added some, like, extra ingredients. Chemical X. Yes, that's correct. Yeah. Yeah, he's made the Rowdy Rough Boy serum. That's, oh, no. that's the problem. you, you got to make that power. You know, the original stuff was the Powerpuff Girl serum, and it also makes Swamp Things. But but he Also, made- one of my favorite things about Bruno shrinking down and turning into a little monkey guy is all of his clothes shrink down as well he pops back up looking like a bond henchman (laughs) yeah like i think he's even got a little bowler hat like they can put a little pork pie hat on him see just because it'd be funnier like he's in a white turtleneck sweater that immediately shrinks down to be the correct size for his new form i think was just really too tight on bruno is the problem (laughs) (laughs) they're like why did you buy a sweater for a little person and he's like well i didn't i bought it when i was a child and i don't make a lot of henchman money (laughs) you don't understand they don't pay me well (laughs) but yeah he pops back up in a perfectly fitted outfit for him now uh and arcane of course goes to holland who is chained up in the basement and is like tell me Tell me what went wrong. Oh, the formula. Ooh, bah. You will tell me. I'll tell you nothing. You'll tell me or I'll hurt your lady. And he's like, nah, man, the formula works fine. I had the exact same formula you gave to this guy. But for some reason, the formula is, I don't know, it's basically the super soldier serum. It enhances what's already there. And for me, what was already there was a plant guy, I guess. I've always been fascinated with big, green, lumpy guys who can heal and regrow their arms. Yeah, Bruno was timid and ignorant, so he became a, I don't know, a little marmoset guy. <laughs> a little monkey man. And, of course, I love big, hanging naturals, so I became the swamp titty. <laughs> That's not what anyone calls you, man. Aw, oh, damn it! But it's enough to get to get Arcane to be like, hmm, and so if someone is a brave, super powerful genius, you say? It will make their genius come to light. Ooh, yes. And I like that Swamp Thing is at least just like, hmm. Yes. Yep, that'll, that's that, exactly that, what'll happen. You, just go drink a bunch of it. Why not, right? You should probably go do that. <laughs> you should, like, do a keg stand of this stuff. <laughs> oh. Let me get the funnel out. And... Arcane indeed goes up to the fucking lab he's got in his weird swamp mansion and is like, yeah, fuck it, I'll take a swig of this. Yeah, so he drinks it out of his little decanter because he's British and he has to have it from a little whiskey snifter or whatever. And then the la- his uh, manservant lady, who is barely a character in this movie, comes in and is like, I brought you more. So- ah! And, and it turns out his hand is slightly paler than normal, which is weird because she screams and runs out of the room at his hand being pale. But after she leaves, it starts to balloon up and get all nasty looking. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in the basement, a beam of light comes through the, like, tiny barred window, and Swamp Thing manages to be convinced by Cable to reach up 
because he is powered by the light. Which we have not established. Not even a little bit. Like, I get he's a plant. Sure, whatever. He can photosynthesize or something. We don't even say that word. She just goes, you're powered by light. And so as soon as he manages to put his hand in the way of a tiny sunbeam, uh, his arm regrows. Yeah, his other arm re- By the way, Bruno's down here, too. They just throw him in this prison as well because he's a failure. Of- yeah, he's a piece of shit. No one cares. Yeah. They're like, here's my failed experiment. You can hang out with a little monkey guy. Yeah, here you have a little monkey man. This turns out to be a mistake because M- Bruno is immediately on their side because, you know, fuck, fucking Arcane turned him into a monkey man. And he's just like, oh, yeah, Arcane sucks ass. Anyway, uh, if you want to get out of here, you can turn this like candelabra to the left and then the right. Uh-huh. And we put it in in case a guard got locked in here by accident. Yeah. So anyway. You should probably go fuck this dude's shit up. I yeah. hate him. Yeah, and then he takes him to, like, this big burbling hole, and he's like, it's our well. And it connects to the great swamp below. If you want to escape, you ne- you merely need dive in and swim through the deep water. And, and, and I, I think Swamp Thing could do that, but he takes Cable with him. Yeah. And at this point, Arcane has metamorphosized. He's, oh, like, his- in a full weird cocoon. Yeah, he gets a cocoon. No one else got a cocoon. Yeah, he manages to get like cocooned up and then when he tears it off oh he's boy. a fucking werewolf <laughs> he gets turned into the ugliest werewolf you've ever seen he looks like those fucking like striped back werewolves from like castlevania simon's quest yeah not a good looking werewolf oh, and he, his eyes are just opaque paint on on the mask like they didn't even try with the eyes they're just orange paint with a black dot in the middle it is wild to me how much they seem to be like okay we're gonna make even like Bruno's weird little monkey guy thing that's only on screen for like four minutes. Yeah, we'll we'll put some effort into that. But when it comes to Arcane, they're like, I don't know, find the cheapest werewolf mask you can. Yeah, get, give me this spare Swamp Thing costume and drape a Wolfman mask and back stripe over it and we're done. Yeah. And then, because obviously he can't fight with his fist, because otherwise he'd look exactly like Swamp Thing wearing a, a werewolf mask, uh, he grabs a sword off the wall. Yeah. Uh, and then we get to our final big fight between Swamp Thing and Arcane in the swamp, and they just kind of punch at each other and swing a sword, and Cable gets stabbed in the heart. Uh-huh. And he dies with a sword waving in the in the foreground. You don't get to see him die or anything. There's multiple scenes where it looks like he dies, and then he gets back up and just goes, ah, it comes back again. We never established if his formula really worked or whatever, because he just sort of roars. He never talks again after he turns into a monster. Yeah. Um, but you know, it did take Swamp Thing several days to start talking, so maybe Bruno- But it took Bruno zero time. Bruno immediately popped up and was like, you son of a bitch! Yeah, Bruno, just oddly enough, as well, when he, like, kind of stops Monster Arcane from following them, like, trips him and was like, ha fuck you, buddy! He says all the trip Have lines. a nice trip, see you next fall! Yeah. I'm a little shithead oh, now! Watch your step! And he's just- go- then he runs away. He survives. Yeah. Bruno- is out there living his best life uh-huh. as a tiny trickster mammal who's just like, ha ha, I'm Bruno. I didn't know this movie was also going to have the origin of Detective Chimp in it. <laughs> First appearance, 1961. I didn't uh, look it up. I'm lying. <laughs> I am, of course, lying. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then he goes over to Cable and is like, oh, sorry, you got stabbed in the heart. I'll put some moss over it and have my hand glow. And she also immediately heals. And she's like, wow, amazing. Well, uh, Alec, you should probably come with me and, I don't know, be a scientist again. You should just, I don't know, walk into Washington, D.C. and be like, 
Hello, I am Alec Holland. Give me beakers. I mean, what's the worst? He already had a fucking swamp lab. They could just build him another one. But yeah, he's like, with these hands, these normal human hands. And she's like, um, you know, you I'll could, be your hands. I'll be your hands. Anyone could be your hand. Anyone could wear the mask. <laughs> and, and he's like, I think not. I must go and be among the, the swamp. You should rest and tell the story. And then Jude shows up and is like, oh, hey, looks like you're alive. Cool. Yeah, you hey, want to you wanna leave? Yeah. And then they watch Swamp Thing walk into the forest or swamp. And then we get the credits. Yeah. Just fucking Alec Holland walking into the swamp going. There's a little Swamp Thing in all of us. <laughs> and that's how it ends. Great. So we are going to then get into our bests and worsts. Jeff, what is the best thing in 1982's Swamp Thing? I mean, I guess it's probably just Ray Wise's batshit overdone, way God too bless. pervy God of a performance. Bless. I mean, it's great. It's fun to watch him. for t- The 10 minutes of Ray Wise you get in this movie are more or less worth those 10 minutes price of admission. Pretty much. Yeah. What about you? Uh, I mean, I'll take the other real good thing, which is Jude. Yeah, Jude's fucking rad. Jude's rad. 10 minutes in this movie. Every time he shows up, he's like, what up, motherfucker? I'm Swamp Kid. And you're like, this guy rules. I need no extra padding. I'm not going to scream and run away from Swamp Thing. I'm not going to do anything. Like, a bunch of goons with machine guns show up, and he's like, oh, shit, this sucks. Yeah. But it is Florida, so I guess. <laughs> it's probably Florida. I think they established it's South Carolina, don't they? Uh, well, no, that's where it was filmed. Oh, okay. We so. never established where it actually is. Well, it's that swamp that's around D.C. Yeah, that very close to D.C. swamp with that, gators that in famous, it. That famous, well, D.C. actually is on a swamp, I'm pretty sure. Yes. I think that's, that's correct. The alligators are the problem. It should be full of pork fat senators. Hey. Hey. Uh, now what is the worst part of this movie for you? The rest of it? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, that's not how we do things. <laughs> I mean, ultimately, I'm, I'm gonna go with all the fat that all the uh, missing backstory and, and motivation you don't get and so on that feels like it's really missing from this there's so much for arcane that you're just like who are you what is this what did it, would this move could this movie have been three minutes longer so you could have done the part where one of the characters talked to the other one about anton arcane and what the fuck their deal is yeah that would have been that would have helped a little bit you could have had a bit where he like talks about what's going on and not done the mission impossible mask removal thing and instead have him be in charge of dudes and then say like yes i need to get this formula because of these reasons as i stare into the camera and establish myself also i'm not a sorcerer for these reasons that would have been fine magic doesn't exist yeah what was your least favorite thing oh i think my least favorite thing in this probably has to be that middle half hour of just adrian barbeau running around in a swamp yelling swamp thing coming out and then yeah. she's like, oh, no, this guy saved me leaving and then having it happen four more times. You're just taking a longer way to say the rest of it, which is what I said in the first place, because that's all the movie is her running around going. Ah. No, that's only at least a third of it. <laughs> yeah, you got 10 minutes of Ray Wise, 10 minutes of Jude, and then the <laughs> part of the movie. Anyway, I, it's fine. I agree with you. I mean, I also do think we should probably throw some honorable mentions out there to a all of the combat just being. Muscle throw man, a guy throw a guy in the swamp and b we never really talked about what swamp thing looks like like the costume and the outfit yeah we i mean probably take a moment to describe that they managed to at least get the face slightly close with that you know the classic swamp thing weird flaps around the mouth thing yeah he's got that, that and then the hanging brow bit 
They don't do much else, though. Like, all the other Swamp Thing appearances in, in from this continuity, because there's a sequel to this, and then the TV show theoretically is set in the same continuity. Uh, they add a bunch of extra, like, vines and dangles and dingles and bits that are all over him, and they, they more accentuate the, the, the face. But here he's very simple. Yes, it is very clearly just like, all right, here's, like, a pair of pants and suit and gloves, and we're just going to put minimal little vine stuff on it. But it is very clear anytime he, like, crouches or does anything or moves, and you're like, that's just pants. <laughs> Well, yeah, plants. Pants are made of plants. That's They're just made of cotton. pants. Yeah, he just evolved cotton pants all o- o- over oh, the, lo- the fabric of our lives. Yeah, <laughs> pants are made of nature. He said, <laughs> "Pants are natural, and I also don't wear them, <laughs> except for these pants. I grow them. <sighs> I'm a grower, not a shower of pants." And now. We will get to the rating of the film. We are each going to give it a rating from 0 to 5 to give a total rating out of 10. Jeff. This is boring and kind of bad, but not bad enough. I, I, there was no point in this one where I had to pause and walk away. Yep. I didn't have to send you any messages about it, except I, I think I sent you, you a message. You did. The message was just like, this is 80% throwing guys Yeah, you were like, water. so far, Swamp Thing's only power is throwing a dude. <laughs> yeah, throwing a dude into water. Uh, so I'm going to give it a 2. Great. 2 is right where I want to be, because it's not really worth watching. Except for the Ray Wise and Jude bits, yeah, and it, it, but it's not so. It's there, there's nothing about it that is directly offensive. No, it's God, it's hard because I want to give it like somewhere between a two and a two and a half. Like you know, it's your show. If you want to make up the cre- the uh, the uh, well remembered <laughs> two point two five, I can't stop you. God bless, and so I shall. Okay, a two point two five from me mm-hmm. for a four point. 2-5. Take that, motherfuckers who are tracking what our scores are. <laughs> Please don't take that as an insult. It's fine. No, I just, I don't mean it as an insult. I mean it as, fuck you, you have to record this now. <laughs> it's just an Excel spreadsheet. They can do decimals. <laughs> they can do nothing. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's not great. Don't You, you don't need this. No, no one it, needs this no. in their life. <laughs> It's 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 the lesser works of Wel- Wel- Wes Craven. That's what it is. Yeah, not his best work. Yeah, which is what now? Uh, I mean that's rough. I mean I do love Dream Warriors. I watched Dream Warriors like four days ago. So here's the thing: I fucking love that shit. Uh, I don't want to say it because if I say anything I really like that I think is Wes Craven, you're gonna be like, "Uh, that's not Wes Craven," and I'll look like an idiot. So I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> that's fine. That's honestly perfectly fine. The wise man knows when to say nothing, and the Jeff has a podcast. Yeah, <laughs> you're like ah, yes, my favorite Wes Craven film, Halloween. <laughs> that was him, right? That was that, that was Wes Craven, right? I mean, I think the one I wanted to say that I think is Wes Craven was Scream. Uh huh. I mean, is that right? Yeah. Okay, good. Then I really enjoy Scream. I think yeah. it's a really well made movie. You know what I think is really good and doesn't get enough credit is Red Eye. Good oh, old the Killian, Killian, Murphy. Killian Murphy airplane movie. Yeah. yeah, that was really good. It's a, it's a good film. Yeah. And it doesn't get enough props. Yeah, that's fair. Well, we're throwing props to it right now. Here we are. And, of course, if you want more Swamp Thing, you need more Swamp Thing in your life, you can head on over to our Patreon at patreon.com slash systemmastery. Join us at that $10 a month level. You unlock every bonus show we have. You get so many more hours of content, not just per month, but we have a 
ridiculous backlog of hundreds mm-hmm. of episodes of We don't each. get rid of them. So if you want to listen to content stretching back to, oh, the stupid ages, like like 2013 or something, we've got you covered. Ah, the stupid ages. Mm-hmm. I mean, the stupid ages are now, but... Uh, the stupid ages were then and now. Yeah. Ugh, man. So, so yeah. It, but, you know, at the $10 level, you'll unlock literally everything, including the uh, the TV Mastery, which is the thing we're going to go make, more Swamp Thing, plus also the Afterthought, the... Uh, expanded, expounded universe, and the bonus content for System Mastery. What a deal. You get so much stuff to listen to. You'll be set for years of listening at your office job, which sucks otherwise, believe me. Um, so thank you so much. And if you can't help us there, then there's all kinds of other ways you can help us. That's right. You can leave a review. You can tell someone about the podcast. Whatever. Books. Do what you do. Do anything. It's fine. We just appreciate you joining us for the ride. We do. Thank you so much. We will be back in another couple weeks with some more Movie Mastery. And until then, all of you have a good one.